my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. iHeartRadio presents Podversations, a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up ritual Scrub stars Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations? Or why Keegan-Michael Key and Blumhouse believe 3D audio is the future of storytelling? Whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook, Podversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry. Hello and welcome back to another great conversation in the iHeart Podcast speaker series. I'm Will Pearson, president of iHeart Podcast. Super excited about today's conversation. We are talking to the longtime host who was thrust into superstardom with the success of The Bachelor and all of its amazing spinoffs. Chris Harrison, thanks so much for joining us today. Will, thanks for having me and I'm happy to be a part of the iHeart family now. We are so happy to have you. This podcast came out of the gate incredibly strong. I don't know if most people know this, but for an ongoing show, 
to come out of the gate and in its first month do over a million downloads, like that's pretty rare. We'll see that sometimes, you know, with the limited series or the true crimes or the big comedies, but for an ongoing chat show, like it's hard to do that. You have accomplished that. I know this was what you set out to be your main goal in life. How are you feeling about it? Uh, it has been an amazing experience and it was something I was excited. Well, actually, let me be truthful. It was something I was reluctant to get into for quite some time because I'm, I'm a big fan of timing and, and I just wanted the timing to be right to get this type of a platform. And when the timing felt right, there was only one place I was going to go. I already have an amazing relationship with iHeart and all of you and, and I had known you guys for years. So I love the way you do business. I love the way you support your businesses. And that's kind of what we are, right? We're kind of into individual entrepreneur business owners. And so who you partner with is important. And so to have that jumping off point, to have my heart behind me, I felt like I could not fail. And I was hoping that the first couple of episodes would be received well. I didn't know they would go to number one. When we hit number one right out of the gate, I thought, okay, maybe we struck a chord here with the most dramatic podcast ever. So it has been really liberating and very cathartic to have this platform and to be able to speak to everybody over the last six to eight weeks. When your producer, one of our best producers here at iHeart, Amy Sugarman, came to us and said, we want to call it the most dramatic podcast ever. I thought she was joking at first, and then we realized like that is exactly what this should be called. Just go at it and describe it as that. Whose idea was it to call it that? I wish I could say it's mine. Amy Sugarman, who has been a dear friend of mine, also very responsible for getting me to this point where I said, yes, we had talked about this for honestly over a year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. And being a friend, she said, okay, I'll back off. I'll back off. And then finally, when she hit me one more time, I thought, you know what? It is time. And when she came up with the most dramatic podcast ever, I'll admit my first instinct was absolutely not. There is no <laughs> way I'm starting a podcast and I'm calling it that. And then the more it sat with me, the more I'm like, damn it. She's yeah. right. It's genius. Right. It is so genius. Unfortunately, I can take no credit for that. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's working really well. And so that's part of the iHeart team. Again, that's why you go with people you trust and you love. That's exactly right. You know, this was a big decision for you to jump back into the spotlight. And uh, I'm curious, just, just to ask you straightforward, were you nervous about returning to the spotlight? Unbelievably. I was yeah. insecure. I was nervous. I had not spoken since I went through my ordeal and since I left the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise. I, I did not speak publicly. I did no press, no podcasts, no interviews. So I, I waited to let things settle in my own life to come to terms with my own feelings and how I really felt. You know, when, when something crazy happens, good or bad in your life, and you speak immediately on that, often your feelings change later and you thought, mm, that's not really how I feel now. And so I, I wanted things to settle and come to terms with everything and know exactly what I wanted to say. And so when Amy and iHeart came to me, I was still so nervous because I had not spoken at all. So I was just so careful about what do I want to say? What do I want to convey for the first time in a year and a half? So those first episodes, which I taped straight through and I just spoke from the heart. There was no script. There was no notes. I just spoke. And Lauren Zima, my fiance, was in the room. Amy Sugarman was in the room. There was a couple of other producers and that was it. And I just spoke and everybody was silent. And when I took off my headphones and I looked and there were some tears in, in some people's eyes and I thought, okay, I think that was it. And it was one take, one time, unedited, and we just put it out in the world. And so, yeah, there was a lot of trepidation mm -hmm. when I released that, how it was going to be received. Yeah. Now it was obviously the right way to do this. I'm curious when you think about podcasts as a way to sort of 
re-enter and then come back into the spotlight. What was it about podcasts that made this the right way for you to do this? It's the platform and it's owning mm. the platform and it's owning my own words. Right. And I am, I'm not shading the press, the tabloids or whatever, you know, I, I did those. I did that circuit for a long time. I did all the late night shows. I did GMA. I've done it over the last 20 years, but because there's time constraints, they're going to edit what you say, whether it's in a magazine or what have you. And so you don't always get to convey your true feelings. What I truly loved, and this is really the straw that broke the camel's back and got me to come into the podcast world was the fact that I own this platform and I heart agreed that I could speak from my heart and go unfiltered, unedited, raw, and let it all out there. And that was important to me is not have a third party say, mm, I don't know, we're going to change this, we're going to change this. And I kudos to iHeart because that's a scary place for a business like you guys to be a part of as well to say, no, we're just going to let this go into the world and it'll be received how it's received and we'll deal with it. So that was important to me to come out of the gate and be able to just speak all my feelings yeah. and say it as it was. And then you got to hear it unedited. Now, having done that, we talked about the response in terms of numbers and people paying attention. And of course, as a business, we're always excited when we see those big numbers. But there's also like the actual response from a personal standpoint of listeners, of longtime fans, or people just jumping into the podcast who had been following, you know, the news and everything. Were you surprised by the actual response from a feedback standpoint? What, what did you expect and, and how did you feel about it when you started hearing from listeners? Pleasantly surprised and, and pleasantly surprised at how quickly it saturated the marketplace. Yeah, One of the blessings and I guess maybe a curse of my job is people felt like, I know Chris Harrison, you know, he's been in my living room and he talks relationships and love. And so people have always felt comfortable coming up to me at a bar, a restaurant, in, or in an airport and, and kind of pouring out their heart and, and emotions to me. And I've heard some really private things from people. Maybe things have gone too far sometimes as people explain their sex life to me. But that's one of the things I love. I love people and I, I never minded that. And, and I think it might've been the first episode of the podcast. I said, one of the things I love is please, if you see me come up to me and say, hi, maybe I should have said that. But even this morning at the gym, I had someone walk up to me and say to me, Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm loving your podcast. And so to answer your question, one of the things I've always really loved is people would come up and say, I loved you on the bachelor, loved you on the bachelorette. It's something that brought my family together. Now people are going further and saying, by the way, love the podcast. I love you and Lauren Zima together. I love what you're talking about. Please keep it going. You're my escape, you know, and even better, I feel like we have drawn new fans. People have come up to me and said, I don't listen to podcasts, but I'm listening to yours. You got me into this world. It just makes you feel good. It, it makes you yeah. feel like you're being heard and this is actually making a difference. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today 
We'll even give you a hundred dollar credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is definitely one of those shows that you're right, brings new people into podcasting, you know, which which we're always aiming to do. But the conversation that it generates and gets people to check it out is pretty awesome. Now, you mentioned Lauren being a part of the show, and she's actually been a regular on the show so far. And it seems to me like this is one of the first times that you've really been more publicly open about your private life. Maybe talk about that a little bit. I know that's probably got to be a little nerve wracking, but maybe you're getting into a comfort zone where you're like, this is the place to do this. You're exactly right. You hit the nail on the head. It's something that I, I was always very careful. I was married before when I was on The Bachelor. I have two children. I was very controlled about my private life, especially my kids growing up. Luckily, blessed. They are in college now. They are grown adults. I don't have to protect them as much. So one of the bits of trepidation of this was finding my sea legs. I knew the first two episodes were going to be me speaking my experience and my feelings about what happened. But then where does the show go? That's not the show. And I wanted to make it very clear that this was not going to be the show. And I'm not just going to go on and talk about The Bachelor and Bachelorette, because honestly, I don't watch it anymore. So what was the show going to be? And Lauren Zima was always the wild card. She's the ace up the sleeve. She's very beloved. She's incredibly talented. She is an amazing comedic mind and unbelievably brilliant and great when it comes to relationships, which is why I love her and why I want to marry her. But we weren't sure where she would fit into all this. And finding our sea legs, we started doing the headlines off the top of the show and she would join me. And I thought maybe eventually I would just get to guess 
and have guests do that. But Lauren became so popular and such a hit and people were inevitably coming up to me and saying, we love Lauren. We need more Lauren. <laughs> like, like, you know, you can just stay home. We actually just want this to be the Lauren show. People say, I like you. We love Lauren Zima. So now <laughs> it has become, we found this niche. And to further your question, yeah, opening up our lives felt right. And luckily, Lauren is a great communicator, and I've been doing this for quite some time. And so we feel pretty comfortable talking about our life, our love, and that's not perfect, and that we do have fights, and that it's it's messy at times. And I think it just makes it real and relatable. I've never loved people who just live via one positive quote after another, like their life is perfect. It's easy to live life when you're a champion and on top. What's it like when it's messy? And, and in diving into that has been important. And so, yeah, revealing and unveiling our own lives, I think is a big part of the trust we've built. How's Lauren liking it? Does she want to do more? She's on every week. One of the things I love about Lauren is in our real lives, we're never short on conversation. We right. can discuss anything and it takes yeah. us into all kinds of great areas of our own relationship and love and life. And so that's what the show has become. At least the first part is Lauren and I kind of going through the headlines, going through what's going on in our lives and then getting to the big guest of the week. We seem to have found a pattern here that's really worked and it's resonated well with the fans. And so for now, we'll do that. One of the great things about podcasts is we're not confined by anything. And yeah. so whatever the yeah. day brings us, that's what we're going to do. You know, it's obviously not the first podcast that is sort of spun out of the Bachelor world, but it is right. one that I think has carved its own space. And I think that's why so many people are coming to listen to it. You talked about those first couple of episodes and really giving you a chance to sort of communicate and process and everything that you had been through and thought through. Maybe talk about the podcast going forward. For those that haven't checked it out yet, what should they expect? How would you describe the mission of the podcast? I'm an athlete. I played sports my whole life. And I feel like we're just really getting in shape here. I feel like I'm just hitting my stride. And I knew there was going to be a learning curve. I have been in this business for quite some time. You know, I took a long time to become an overnight sensation, as they say. So I was in the media business since college and working in local news. And I did sports radio. So it wasn't foreign to me. But at the same time, when it's your show, as you know, it's different. And so you have to find that pattern. You have to find the way you're producing it and what works and what doesn't. And that is just honestly trial and error. And it's listening back and it's being critical. And it's Lauren and I being critical of each other. Sometimes it's hard to hear, but you have to listen to that and things that really resonate when people come up to me on the street. What are they loving? What sinks in with them? And I've always loved interviews. Going forward, I will definitely continue that. But it's not just about your project. It's not what you're doing. And look, I know people are going to come on and sell what they're doing, and that's totally fine. I get it. I've done it a million times. I think I have earned the trust and respect out there in the world that we can go deeper with Tori Spelling, going into her love life. I'm going to be talking to Jennifer Nettles and Jenny McCarthy today going into their lives, their prior relationships, getting divorced, you know, rebuilding that in the public eye. Because of the life I've lived and because of the job I've held and people know me for a certain thing, I think I can go a little bit deeper and in a different avenue. So it won't be your typical interview, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. And I love that. And it seems to be resonating with others. And then definitely Lauren and I, I think she is, again, the secret ingredient is going to be more Lauren Zima. Yeah. Well, you, you know, mentioned the conversation with Tori. It's interesting 
because you've had a few guests on that also have very successful podcasts of their own. Obviously, Tori with 90210MG, which is part of the family here, but also former bachelorette Caitlin Bristow, which that was a conversation that generated a lot of attention too. But giving some of these people an opportunity to just step away from what they're talking about most of the time, day to day. You know, Tori doesn't talk a ton about her personal life. She does a little bit, obviously, in 90210MG, but maybe talk about that a little bit, That those two conversations, Tori and Caitlin and what those were like and sort of your takeaway from having had those. Well, and one of the bizarre parts of me doing this show is sometimes I am in those headlines. And Caitlin made big headlines when she was basically saying our relationship was in the toilet. And she spoke out on this and it made a bunch of headlines. And so the great thing about having your own platform, boom, that's the show. Call Caitlin. She is a friend. Get her on here and let's talk about this. And we did not talk before. And again, I go, go back to my bachelor days. Don't ever talk to you know who you're interviewing right before you interview her. I said, if you don't mind, we're going to play this out on air. Whether it goes south, whether we end up fighting, whether we make up, this is going to be the show. And she agreed to that. And again, there's a trust factor there. And I think I have earned that trust over the years. And I think people really loved hearing that raw, honest conversation with Caitlin and I of there's a misunderstanding here. This is how I see it. Tell me how you see it. To just throw away that love and that relationship, it's a shame. And I think people can relate to that in their own lives. We've all done that. You know, and even Tori Spelling, same thing when she talked about her mom and the headlines and the tabloids that broke them apart. Her and Shannon Doherty, that was a fascinating conversation when she let us in on the fact that her and Shannon Doherty were driven apart, scared of each other because they felt like the other one hated each other. And the truth was, there was never anything. It was completely fabricated by the press and they ran into each other of all places at the Playboy Mansion and they reconnected. And that was almost a great friendship that was thrown away for nothing. And so getting to those conversations and diving deep with these interviews, I think is something I'm very adept at, something I've been doing for quite some time. I just think I have that skill set. As I say, I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV for quite some time. So it is a great pleasure of mine to not only get to an interview, but to get deep with somebody where I feel like I'm really underneath their world and, and yeah. we're pulling back the curtain and they trust me enough to go there. Yeah. And you can tell that. Speaking of trust, you obviously have a big fan base as well. And I think it was a, a bold and interesting and really good move to also hear directly from fans. You're taking calls from fans. Was that nerve wracking at all? And do you mind talking to them about The Bachelor? What's that been like? I was a little scared that, you know, opening the phone lines and legitimately just putting up a hotline on my social media and just see where people called from and what they wanted to say. I will continue this because I love the connection with the fans. I want to get more into, as you talk about where's the show going to go, I want to get more into relationships and dealing with relationship problems, whether people email me, talk about, you know, give me a topic or take phone calls. I think those are, are great because again, it's just relatable. That's what was great about The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Look, maybe you're not on a hot air balloon, maybe you're not in Tahiti, but you know what these people are feeling. You know what they're going through. You know what it's like to be ducked. You know what it's like to be hopeful of love. It's that one thing that we all have this insatiable appetite for. It's companionship. And so I don't mind talking about the show when people were asking me. I mean, look, it can go too deep and too personal. There's just some things I can't talk about. But The Bachelor in general is something that gave me an amazing platform. It's led to this. It led to us talking. It's something I'm grateful for. 
or it changed my life. So it will always hold a very special place in my heart. I'm glad I was able to separate and move on and I'm excited about this next stage, yeah. but I will always be grateful for that time in my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, with the success of this show, and actually before you launched this show, I know you've been noodling on different ideas for podcasts. So before we let you go, you are interested in the whole production side of podcasting and have some other thoughts in mind. What are you thinking about in terms of the future of Chris Harrison and podcasts? I, I can only do things one way and I'm either in or I'm not. So I told iHeart, I said, guys, I'm 100% in, which means I really will produce this show and I will work on getting guests. And I know the great thing about iHeart is they have pretty incredible Rolodex of people to get to as well. So we've been able to kind of share creatively, but it was important to me that we create an entire network and I will and want to produce more shows. The big umbrella will be relationships, but I think there's relationships in all kinds of worlds, even like money. What's our relationship with money? Financial. There are different kind of tentacles that we will send out and start creating new shows. I knew the tent pole was going to be me hosting a show. We needed to launch the most dramatic podcast ever. And I knew in its success, a rising tide lifts all boats. We can do more stuff. And then people, again, will see the success of this show and say, oh yes, I will be a part of his network because success and motion begets motion. So it will be a good thing. And this stone is already starting to roll and we have some great concepts that we're pitching, but I also want the next one to be a really good one as well. I'm a little psychotic about trying to succeed in life. So... <laughs> Luckily, I've signed up with the right company and iHeart has such an incredible touch. The producers I work with, yourself, I am sucking up a little bit, but iHeart has this amazing ability to see an idea and let you know, yes, it will work or it won't because of this, or maybe we twist it this way. So having this collaboration with people who have been doing this since the inception of radio, much less podcasts, it is such a depth of talent to work with. And I am so grateful. And again, one more reason why I chose out of all the areas and, and places I could have gone and companies, I went to iHeart at the end of the day to do this podcast. Well, we appreciate that, but it definitely takes a partnership. We can't make a great show without great talent and great ideas. But for those that have not yet checked it out, you've got to check it out the most dramatic podcast ever it lives up to the name it lives up to the hype with chris harrison but chris one more time thanks for joining us and congratulations on the success of the show thank you so much and beyond the fans and all that i've really been excited that the advertisers are showing up in full force now and wanting to be a part of this show in particular and that just means you're striking that chord and you're hitting the right audience and doing it the right way so i'm proud of the most dramatic podcast ever i'm proud to be with iheart and thank you so much for not only this opportunity today but just in general to launch this platform with you guys. That's awesome. Thanks again, Chris. Take care. And to everybody else, we'll see you again next week. Podversations is a production of iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. 
Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.